Um, so I'm still I'm still not working full time, and increasingly, mm. increasingly I'm okay with it. I'm not okay with being broke. <laughs> have you have you become Tommy from Martin yet? I mean, I don't have <laughs> I don't have the Kooji sweaters, and I don't have the the silk the button down silk shirts. Um, but yeah, I might I might well be Tommy from I might well be Tommy from Martin. Like, if I can just find me a you, Pam, I'll be alright with that though. If you casually oh, say. Man. This is the cold open. Once again, I'm Julian Long with my partner, Sean C. White. This week's episode is called Getting Out Our Dreams. So I don't know if I told you this when I got let go, um, mm. laid off, whatever the fuck they want to call it. I ain't getting no checks no more from from that conversation. I don't know if I told you this. If I did, I'll refresh you. They invited me to spend my remaining 30 some odd days there using my connects to yes. help them rebuild their business. Yep. I remember that. And that was my that was my cue that I was like, oh, I'm I'm very, very done with this shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very done. If I was going to make those calls at all, I, and I realized it then, and I was like, if I'm going to make those calls at all, it's going to be to build up my shit. Like, like, you know, I appreciate the checks and everything. It was wonderful of you to work with my with my circumstances that I have to work from home across the country. But sincerely, mm-hmm. fuck you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have spent the greater part of my adult life chasing my ambition. And chasing my ambition versus chasing my dream or my passion meant that I was content to put in a lot of really hard, heavy work for something that ultimately built a dream for somebody else. Mm. I never dreamed of owning an advertising agency, but mm. I've helped I've helped build some. Mm. I've never dreamed, you know what I'm saying? Like I've never yeah. dreamed of owning uh, a major brand, but I've helped launch some. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the things that I've actually dreamt of I've spent some of the better years of my life not investing in my dream, but investing in other people's shit, other people's dreams. And so now with whatever remaining time I have on this soil as a black man, the increasingly endangered species, thanks to uh, the recent appointment of attorney general sessions, um, I, I just whatever little bit I got, whether it's whatever little bit of time I got, whatever little bit of money I got. I am investing. I'm spending that shit on me. I'm spending all of my capital as a human being investing in myself. Um, I used to do coaching and I still, you know, I still work with some people, but I used to like I was invested in some other people even. And and I had to pull back even from that because I find that not for nothing. It's real. It's real simple. Life is too short. Um, Life is too short to continue to. You know, I guess I guess I considered myself diversifying my interests, diversifying my investments. Okay. Um, and and maybe there's some merit to that because you know if you put into other people and they you know they they blow up, they do their thing, then you've got a great resource there ostensibly. But mm-hmm. if you don't leave yourself anything, you know, if you give all of your energy away, you give all of your resources away, you give all of your time away, and you don't leave yourself anything, um, 
I find that my problem has been historically that I can do for other people so much more easily than what I could do for myself. If a friend calls me and is like, oh my gosh, I need a book cover designed. I knock that shit out. Here you go. Bam, book cover. Okay. Whatever. Okay. But then I've got something I'm like, oh crap, I got to figure out a design for this, you know, for this masthead, for this website. And it'll take me forever. I can't do it for myself. And so my commitment has been to invest in me and to whatever it is I got, whatever it is I got to do, make sure that I'm doing it for me first. Um, So what does that mean to you? What does that exactly mean to you? And you don't have to have a good answer. Just, you know, try to answer. What does it mean to me to do for me first? No, no, no. To invest in yourself. Right. Like, so you're saying like, yo, if somebody hits me up, I can do X, Y, Z for them. Um, and it's not a problem. Like I can knock them out. I've helped other people build their business. I've helped other people launch yeah. their dreams. What yeah. do you dream of? Like, so like what I'm saying is, is that like when we really talk about investing in ourselves, it is getting to me, it is getting to a place where you, you're not sitting there regretting or longing to do something that you haven't done. Right. Like you don't sit there saying, man, you know, I never did learn how to speak Portuguese. Right. Like, like, right. like no, this... it's, it's really that like, yeah. um, I try to, I try to move away from the concept of a bucket list to a fuck it list yeah. where it's like, Hey, why not? Ain't but, but, but this can be, and this can be something that pays you back. You know what so I'm saying? You, like, so I'm gonna like, tell you what it is. I'm gonna it's tell you not what it just is. fuck it. But I'm gonna tell you, you're right. It's not just fuck it. It's cause there's really some, so more. In terms of the thing that I want to have, my tangible, the thing that I would like to to leave as my little dent in the universe, if I'm so fortunate, I want to have a publishing company. Okay. I want to publish publish books. And I want to publish publish books. books. Yeah. Yeah. They still matter, Sean. Like Black Lives and Records. Like Black Lives and Albums. Yeah. They still matter. Um, But yeah, I want to have a publishing company. And it is not something that had occurred to me before because it was so audacious. I didn't even have the audacity to dream of that. A publishing company used to be a thing that I would hope would pay attention to me one day. And mm-hmm. then when I started thinking about it again, in terms of my craft, in terms of my writing and the stuff that I produce, it's like, why in the entire fuck would I sacrifice? If I'm going to, if I'm going to go through the blood and the sweat and, and, and all the other, you know, effluvium that comes out of one's pores when they, create something that heavy why mm-hmm. am i then gonna shop around and beg somebody to publish it for me mm-hmm. i mean yeah they might have the distribution but real talk you know similar to what goes on in music they are looking for good they are looking for good quality product to exploit why not 100%. Put that shit out? why not put that shit out myself and why not find other people who have the same dreams who have the same i want to get it out there and help them do it in a way that's not exploiting them you know, okay. a lot of people are, you know, a lot of people are on the self-publishing tip and it's easy to self-publish and get that shit sold out of Amazon and do quite well. But that's yep. the equivalent of, of essentially trunk selling. Like yeah. you could, you go non-official platinum trunk selling, you know what I'm saying? But yep. like, I want, I want that thing where essentially I've got, I've got my own publishing company. And if you want to help with the distribution and make me an imprint, that's cool. But let's go over the, you know, like I got some actual equity in that. Um, and that's what I want. That's what I want is a publishing company where and I have some equity. That is my dream. Okay. So <clears throat> what about you, man? Like, so yeah. So when I talk about investing in myself, what I'm talking about is getting to a place where I feel like I am living my best life or rather 
Yo, making sure. Is this the year of yes for you? Oh, it's, it's not even year of yes. It's like it's 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 not even. Yeah, it it, it is kind of year of yes. But like, okay. what I'm saying is is taking taking. So like, this is like to echo what you were saying earlier. And I think a lot of people feel the way you feel, man. You 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 trudge along, or you just you look for the title, or you get the status, or you get that one good gig. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh man, this gig is bomb. They're offering it to me. So you take that gig and you do that gig or you do that job, you know what I mean? Or you follow that career path or whatever it might be. And but do you stop to ask yourself, okay, how am I setting myself up for later? Right. Right. Because when we talk about investing, we're talking about, you know, like dividends, baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like being able to reap dividends at a later date. Um, And that can be almost anything in the world that you might want it to be. and I had a conversation with a friend earlier in the year and he was like, yo, we got to take a minute every day and, and look at a way that we're going to invest in ourselves. And he's like, I want you to hold me to it. That lasted a week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but, yeah. but and th- this is the challenge that we have, though, is, OK, like every day that you're not looking at a way that you're going to invest in yourself, you're, you're losing ground. You know what I mean? Like you're losing valuable time for that investment to accrue interest, let's well, say. When you, right? you know, we talk about time as money. Like, it, I mean, real talk, that's just that's capital given away. And Every that's day that we're not investing in ourselves is, in fact, giving yeah. away capital. And that is I the feel shitty because well, like, I'm thinking, like, what the fuck did I do today to how much well, how much did I deposit today? Right. Exactly. So and I was going to say the same thing. That's one of the that is the number one way that I've chosen to invest in myself this year, um, because, you know, I'm I'm a procrastinator and, you know, I work from home. The Internet is is valuable, but it's also very distracting. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm trying to reclaim time that that I use just not doing really anything that is furthering my own personal growth, right? Like, cause you right. can fool yourself. Like, you know, as you Google every Bugs Bunny episode that was cr- crazy racist, that's not really <laughs> investing in yourself. You're entertaining yourself. Absolutely. You yeah. But you kind of fool yourself into thinking that it's like this academic pursuit. Like, but like once you have that knowledge, what dividends are you going to reap from it? You know what I mean? Like there's a other beautiful, than being that guy at the party. There's a beautiful book that I absolutely love. And if I haven't sent you a copy, if I have a copy, I need to send it to you because you are a person I love. And I share this book with people that I love and I believe in that have ambitions and particularly creative folk. Well, you ain't, you ain't shared no book with me. So what's the book? The book is it's, a, it's, it's one might even call it a booklet. It's oh, wow. Called Bullshit or Fertilizer by oh, Pierre Benoit. And it's and it's, it's a basically he calls it like a. a I think the original copy is called a self, uh, like a, a self-help handbook for creative people, and he talks about basically just kind of like things that you have to do to affirm yourself, things that you need to do to get past your little, you know, your little stumbling blocks, your little roadblocks, yeah. all the bullshit that we tell ourselves that tells us that we can't. But one of my favorite things in there, there's two things in there that I really dig. One, and you've heard me talk about this before, and it's where I got it from, is the costume. It's the idea that you put on what's going to be your costume for the day and then you rock that role. The other concept in there that I really love is called active procrastination. 
And that's what you were describing. Matter of fact, Aziz Ansari, who you also who you put me up yes. on, has yes, a yes. wonderful bit about active procrastination where he's like, where he's talking about, okay, so who was in that movie? I think it was Joe Pesci. Come to think of it, I don't know a whole lot of Joe Pesci movies. Mm-hmm. I think I need to learn everything <laughs> about Joe Pesci. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then you fall down that fucking rabbit hole. And active procrastination is much the same way. So you start off with an with with an objective. Like, so let's I'm gonna use me, like my publishing company, right? And I'm like, okay, I need to start a publishing company. That's what I want to do. Uh, okay, publishing companies. Well, shit. First, uh, I gotta come up with a name. How right. do people come up with names for publishing companies? Right. Like Random House. How right. Mifflin is clearly a name of the people, but like right. Random House. Did somebody just see a Random House? So I need to look into the naming yes. conventions for publishing companies, or or even something that's a little bit more academic and a little bit more serious than that. Like, do I need to file a DBA or do I need to be an LLC? And oh, you start it's, it's getting a, it's a it's a fake academic pursuit at that point. Exactly, you get mired yeah. in the weeds of learning how to do it right. And that that pursuit of learning, like, yeah, there's absolutely, especially if you're dealing with limited time and limited resources, then, yeah, mm-hmm. it makes sense to want to do it right. Mm-hmm. But when it becomes an excuse not to do it at all, that's when and that's what I that's one of the things that that often hinders me. Yeah. One of the things that I'm very ashamed of is I cannot name a thing that I learned last year. Now, see, that is some shit I'm actually really good at. Okay. Or I'll say, I'll say I'm pretty about good that. at it. Talk to me about that. Go ahead. Um, And then see, it's funny that you tell me this because one of the things that like when we when you and I first met, one of the things that I really dug about you, I was like, this motherfucker like stays on top of shit like you are. You are, in my opinion the the prototypical autodidact like you Ooh, are self-taught I'm a prototypical autodidact <laughs> sound sound like i might get deported you you might make sure my visa is in it's, order in, in this intelligence loving or the intelligence hating era i'm you telling might. you right now gene that nigger over there is a prototypical, a prototypical autodidact, autodidact. <laughs> and i don't trust him i don't, I don't trust tr- him as far as i can throw him he looked like he got too much book learning exactly boy um, so you're supposed to Smart one, huh, boy? <laughs> nah, but keep going. But I'm gonna tell you, like, real talk. So, so, and part of this, as as you know, Sean, I grew up poor. Yes, and poor, <laughs> poor yes. very poor. And, poor black child. And having grown, <laughs> having grown up a poor black child, one of my like my one of my biggest passions, one of the things that I I pined for in my early to to late to early to mid teens was a computer. Yes. And I, and I felt like a computer was like the key. I was like, if I have a computer, oh, there's yeah. nothing I, I can't. I was there, bro. I was yeah, there. Yeah, I was like, there's nothing yeah. I can't. Like, if only I had that. And stoppable. Like I Jimmy would. And, I, and, and so yeah, when I absolutely. got my first computer, I, in fact, was. Like, you couldn't tell me shit. I, you know, I put on some gloves, put some static guard on my hand. <laughs> they called myself. the boy computer. That was his name around the neighborhood. <laughs> hey, computer. I, but like I cracked the shit open, I replaced hard drives, and I I was changing processors. Like I was like, I'm gonna right. take apart the motherboard, whatever I gotta yeah. do, yeah, yeah, to soup that shit up and make it what it could be, so I could make some 3D graphics, and that was my shit. Yeah. And whatever I had to do, like I was into it, and and then you know as time went on and computers evolved, and I got newer computers, and I hit a point a couple of years ago where I was like, yo, 
15 year old you should come in here and beat your monkey ass wow you're being a little harsh i know that's how i felt because 15 year old me would have done everything with what i have now sure Sure, 15 year old me would have done everything with like one of the between between the iPhone, the iPad, the two computers that I currently have, the one that's sitting in storage. Fuck, just the size of one of my thumb drives versus the hard drive of my original computer. Shit. 19 year old me walking around with fucking uh, zip disks in a zip drive and trying to keep them in an isolated couch because the vibrations of the subway could erase all the information on them like when I look at what I currently have, I'm like, there's fucking no excuse. Well, and so hold on. I started, hold up, hold I'm on. Not done. Go ahead. Okay, keep going, bro. There's more to it. Tell them why you're mad. I'm going to tell them why I'm mad. So here's the thing like, Harvard gives away classes online. Harvard, yes. Harvard. Uh-huh. You can get yeah. a Harvard, you can get pieces of a Harvard education online for free. Yep. Between that and what's on, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a white lady who's in the news, in the fluffy news Wait a right minute. now. A white yeah. lady? A white lady in the news. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. Who, yes. But she and her family built their five bedroom house. Is her name Ostensi- Brenda? Probably. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But but ostens- they built their five bedroom house ostensibly following tutorials on YouTube. Yes. There was an Olympic athlete this past Olympic season who learned his skill from videos on YouTube. Yeah. The, the so, University of YouTube is the greatest learning it's resource. It's not a game. And so it's when I look at everything no. that's out there, like real talk, there's in if I'm being honest with my damn self, there is no excuse for me to not know how to do anything. The one thing that I really learned this year was how to really barbecue better. And that's, I that's went to the University deal. of YouTube. Okay. Um, with, and I'm still taking some classes. You Wait, did you learn from Salt Bay? No, 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 uh-uh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you a stylish motherfucker on that grill, man. <laughs> Although I need to make my own Salt Bay-esque video. Like, there needs I feel to be like a, you should. Why not? A smoked Salt Bay, if you will. Um, <laughs> or Smoky the Salt Bay. But uh, no, seriously, <laughs> like, my, my barbecue game, and, like, you know what it came from is, is, is my mother's from Texas. We love Texas-style brisket here. Right. Um, it is hard to really find people really throwing down, to, or at least it was. Now it's pretty common in Denver. Um, yeah. But, you know, like really your, being able to. Is your to, secret barbecue spot still your secret barbecue spot? It is, but there's a couple that are competing now. Oh, like it's Oh, this town has gone crazy, bro. Okay. You cannot throw a rock without hitting a restaurant, like of some, you know, repute here, right? Well, um, I mean, since y'all legalized weed, it's a lot of hungry motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's beer gardens, weed spots, and restaurants. That is the Denver, Colorado lifestyle, like literally. Um, but you know, m- I, I was I was very passionate about that. Um, I bought a barbecue grill. That was my present to myself last year was to buy a, a Weber kettle. And okay. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start really throwing it down. And like I I smoke meats all the time on it. Now, do I, you fuck with the green egg? So this is like the cheap version of the green egg. Okay, you know the green egg is pretty expensive. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty expensive, and and it's really cool, but it's not that cool. Like if I was gonna if I was gonna spend that much money, I would go ahead and get a full on smoker, okay. um, which is not really outside the you know what I mean? Because like like I'm starting to really get into it, but it like the point of this is, do you know how my quality of life improves when I'm about to smoke a brisket? Isn't that the stupidest thing you've ever heard? <laughs> 
yes and no. Like I like it's it sounds crazy just the the actual syntax, but the yeah. sentiment is greater than the syntax. I I yeah. feel you. I feel Bro, you. Like if you like because you know live in you... your shit. Like yeah. you live in your shit. I yeah, get it. absolutely. Like I will I will Snapchat. I'll Insta snap it. I'll like you know when I'm lighting the the charcoals. Like it gets me very excited, dude. Um, That's what's and, up. And but again, why are we here? We're only here for a short time if we're not mm. going to enjoy ourselves. You know what I'm saying? True. I'm going to smoke me some shit this week. <laughs> <laughs> Being in Denver, I have no idea which way you mean that, but I wish you the best. Right, right. <laughs> and, and I mean it every way because I am in Denver. <laughs> um, so I have a I have a dream. I have a dream. Yes. Um, and I told you it. What about you, man? Like. Do you have, is there an artifact? Is there a legacy? Is there a, a passion project, a thing that you want to build? Like what, you know, we, we talk about the dividends, but there's also the residuals. So what's going to be the residuals when you're done, but your work carries yeah. on? Like what's the thing that you want to have? So, um, you know, I, I, um, my dream is to one day be embraced by, a community, honestly, truly, right? I'm here. Okay. I enjoy scammering. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> truly, <laughs> one day. Um, but you know, seriously, I, 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 I don't know exactly what community that is. I often think that like I'm going to build my own sort of tribe as time goes along, and I've kind of managed to put together a ragtag band of rap scallions that I can call confidants, friends, peers, and etc. Um, but what about like, a, is there a material aspect to that? Like you talk, like, would you build a community center or a school? Right. Like, is there so a material piece? There, there isn't, you know, like my big piece. And I think we've spoken about this before. Um, since I fell into the crevasse, my big piece is helping other people um, that because, you know, my, my problem is I, I, I don't really know how to ask for help. So yeah. uh, uh, what I've what I've been passionate about for the last three to four years is really trying to get out and and find ways that people assist other people, right? Like um, the thing that breaks my heart is when you see these GoFundMes when people are trying to bury their family or oh um, like a friend of mine put up a GoFundMe for to get a lawyer for her daughter. Her daughter got a DUI. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, we I, I, I actually came across these ladies here. They have a giving circle. It's called the spin the sister, the sisterhood of philanthropists impacting needs giving circle. Oh, yeah. Right? I've seen them on your Facebook. Right, exactly. So, like, these sisters are so on point, man. What's so cool about them is it's not just enough for them to sort of raise money for cause A, right? Their goal is to not only raise money for cause A, but every person that they touch as they raise that money, they want to inspire that person to begin their own journey of giving back. So, to me, like... That's what's up. Oh, yeah, that's that's completely what's up. So... You know, in the last three or four years, like I've really I've been working really hard or or I need to work harder toward accomplishing the goals that I want to accomplish as far as really setting, you know, like being able to like, oh, here's my here's my dream. I'm sorry to take so long to get to this, dude. But that's OK. It takes all of us a long time to get to our dreams. <clears throat> Moment. It 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 bothered. It always I always wanted to go to like these big fancy galas. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you go to these galas and you find out that really they're awesome and they do a lot of good, 
but do they really impact whatever organization that they're involved in, right? Yeah. Most no, of the they time, spend more money on the fucking hors d'oeuvres and drinks than actually right. end up going to. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, if it if it is a very large gala, the organization is so large that there's so much bureaucracy that, you know, by the time your hundred dollar ticket, you know, like only a dollar or two gets to the person that is actually in need, right? Yeah. Um and it's it's a it's ironic because I watched the first Monday in May last night. Um, and it was breathtaking. I don't know. Are you familiar with the first Monday in May? I'm not. The first Monday in May is a 2000, I think a 2014 documentary about the Met Gala, which is oh, the uh, okay. Super Bowl of fashion that happens every yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Put on by Anna Wintour and the folks of Vogue magazine to benefit the uh, the Museum of Metropolitan Art. Uh, the Met. <laughs> yes, as it were. <laughs> as it were. Um, and, and I'm telling you, it's, uh, it's streaming on Netflix now. It is it is the most amazing. It, it everything that that they're into is something that I'm into. Do you dig what I'm saying? I um, think what you're saying. Whether it's fashion, the party aspect, the event aspect, the 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 magnitude of it, like the the import of 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 the of the call to duty, right? Like these are the things that like like before I'm done, there will be some sort of grand affair that is that directly benefits those in need that I will have had a lot to do with. And that is my true goal. Like that's what I'm really tr- truly working for. Um, and it's not just the gala aspect of it. Although that is a large part. I just, I, I just, I really want to have that feeling and I want to pass that feeling along to other people of like, you know what, this is a very big deal. This is a very important deal. We're going to make this shit happen and it's going to make a difference. Like, and, and like, cause you know me, man, like I throw parties for a living. Right. I love music. I love fashion. I love art. I love these things. Um, and I just want to be able to continue like it, like for a long time, my goal was to just be able to continue to operate in those worlds. And I'm, you know, to, to as much as I can, I'm trying to do that, but now it's time to really stake my claim. So that's, that's my up. dream. Yeah. So as brothers, we have to figure out ways to, <clears throat> It's not about accountability. Accountability is cool, but I don't really operate from an accountability position. I operate from an encouragement position. Okay. So what I want to do with you is find a way to continue to encourage you toward that thing. Like if that's your dream, and now that I know that that's your dream, I have a responsibility to it. Okay. You know, like I, I as, have a respons- as I have to yours. So what we got to do is like, in addition to investing in myself, because you're my brother, Which I got to invest in you. That's one of the things you. that I like about you, man, is you're willing to take on, you know, somebody else's dream. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's what that's what we're here for. Like, real talk, yeah. my, when somebody asked me, and I think I got too deep on them, and that's why I didn't get the job. But somebody asked me on an interview years ago, why do you <laughs> think you're Don't, here? Isn't like, that like the best, worst feeling in the world? Kind of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, keep going. I ain't gonna get none of your money, but uh, I blew your mind, didn't I? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you're gonna be think about this later. But they asked me, they asked me like, why do you think you're here? And you know, at first I was like, are you at, like, could y'all call me for a callback interview? Exactly, nigga, because uh-huh. you called me. <laughs> I could be <laughs> home watching Judge Judy. She's amazing. <laughs> but they they asked me, you know, why do you think you're here? Like, what do you think your purpose is? And I said, oh, and I thought about it for a second. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm an encourager. Like the reason that I'm here on this planet is to help people see and recognize, like identify and recognize their best self and Mm. to encourage them to always go toward that. 
And I think that that fucked with him. But like real talk, that's who I believe I am on this planet. And so as your friend and brother, like if that's your dream and that's what you want to do, I want to be your encourage. I want to be the Barnabas in your life. Like I've also one of the things that I often say, too, is like the best gift that you can give somebody is to believe in them. And I've told you this many, many years. I believe in you. If this is what you're going to do, then I'm going to not hold you accountable to it, but just remind you that your dream is still out there waiting on you to step into it. Yes, sir. All right, man, I got to go. <laughs> nah, come on now, Barnabas. <laughs> but no, that's real talk. I think, and I think, you know, in doing that too, you know, every time we uplift and encourage those around us, it's an investment in ourselves too. So Ooh, um, I like that. Truth. That's the no, truth. and that is the truth. I totally agree. Like uh, nothing makes you feel instantly better, like helping someone else feel better. Right. Or word life, just doing something for someone that can't really do anything for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's real talk. It is real talk. So my autodidact self needs to do some legitimate research into starting a publishing company. I'm going to put at least an hour into that today. Okay. That's what's up. And uh, I really need to get up off my horse. I have I have, you know, steps to take toward building my tribe and in and, and my next like my next level of, of success with events. Because you up. know, I'm getting into some different stuff here. So I really need to bear down and really get it get it going. You know, you know you're gonna end up dealing with the public with the political sphere in your city. And that's fine, you know, because them niggas what they shit don't make me eat. Or what they <laughs> eat don't make me shit. Yes. <laughs> Their feces does not make you hungry at all. No, no. And what they eat don't make me shit. Thank also you. Also that. All yeah. right, bro, man. I'm going to holler at right. you later. All right, man. Peace out. Peace out.